My name is Stephen Downey and you are very welcome to episode 42 of the Mindful Living Guide. This week I have a great guest on, the creator of Sustainable Life Coach. And uh, I love the power community. Uh, George contacted me uh, recently. Uh, just we kind of found each other on Instagram and we had a, a media connection and we had a great chat there uh, just about three weeks ago. And we said, right, let's do this again and record it for uh, the podcast because I love their outlook on life and how to help people in what I call a sustainable way. I really feel that everybody will get something from this podcast and uh, type of questions that uh, George asks to get you to your to your reason why. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Mindful Living Guide. So you're so welcome to this episode of the Mindful Living Guide. I'm here with George Wilsa and he is an amazing coach that uh, we got in contact recently just through the power of social media and uh, building community and just having a chat. And uh, we had a great conversation. And at the end of it, I said, listen, yeah, I have to get you on the show. We have to just share some <laughs> of these uh, thoughts with, with the listeners. And um, George, you're so welcome. Thank you for coming on the Mindful Living Guide. Oh, thanks so much, Stephen. Really appreciate it. Yeah, love the way we got into contact. Like in this in this uh, crazy world we live in, um, the fact that social media can play such a wicked role and get people from different parts of the world, um, get them together is just absolutely awesome. So thanks so much. Really appreciate you having me. It's, let's just dive into it. Like you, when we were talking, chatting, um, like you've been on a great journey over the last few years uh, from mm. just building up um, just your your own knowledge of the, the coaching industry and uh, it, start, it started uh, very early on just by accident really wasn't it mm, yeah absolutely dude so um, I probably say my journey started about I'm gonna go ahead and say eight years ago um, and I'm yeah I'm 30 so I'm I think in the, in the grand scheme of things I'm pretty pretty young so I definitely um, definitely on a, on a journey of learning myself and I, I hope that never changes um but I started like most people I was I was, was kind of in in a place of work um and I've always had an affinity with with human beings and being able to I guess connect with them and I, I was privileged to work with a fantastic company um you may have heard of them they make great mobile devices and and computers and all sorts but we'll leave the name out just for the for the sake of uh whatever we need to be uh, careful of um and uh yeah just instantly had an affinity with with culture and the fact that there are just so many wonderful human beings from all different walks of life uh coming in and and trying to do the best I guess work of their lives right and whatever role I could play in that um started to start to come out in in great conversations started to happen really in a um in a really natural way um and then I guess if we fast forward a little bit, you know, you had COVID come in um, and I had a, a massive choice to make, like most of us. It's like, do we do we go down the uh, what, what is this? Do we hunker down or do we get to work? And I I instantly had an opportunity to, to really get to work and um, I managed to uh, manage teams remotely um, through the power of coaching um, and my God, it, that that really—I uh, guess—that was the making of me as a leader and the making of me as a um, 
as a transformational coach. Um, and then from then on in, um, I took another job. I took a massive leap. Um, and we can, I guess, talk a little bit about fears and, and how that, how that, um, how we navigate changes when fears are so uh, present in our mind. Um, I definitely went through that, um, took a massive leap. Um, and I had a massive uh, life change at the end of it. You know, I, I was uh, left with a really big decision to make um, after a year of working with, a, with another company. And uh, that was the moment. Um, I remember coming out of a um, exit interview, shall we say, um, and uh, going, I, within two hours, I knew exactly what I needed to do. Um, take a massive leap, uh, invest heavily into my uh, coaching, uh, reach out to my network and go, okay, I'm going to be a full-time coach on my own. Here we go. Let's, let's see what the, what I can do in the world. And, um, and, and here we and are. There's, so, there's something like you, you mentioned there along the journey as well, that it wasn't all like, it wasn't an easy decision to make. There was fear that came up on us and mm, resistance. Um, do you want to talk about some of those, those, those fears that came up and, um, yeah. and like, don't, like it, there's so many people out there and I'm fascinated with this that they want to do they want to do certain things in their life but this fear stops them it didn't stop yeah. you George why not no it I mean you know you could I'm definitely I'll definitely say that there are definitely decisions in in life that fear has taken a hold and, and won um this is something that I'm proud to say it hasn't um so totally identify with that with that fear and it kind of like stop us in our place right or it's like really thick mud trying to pull our feet up out of it and um it's often the fear of jumping so we usually have a decision or we have a opportunity that comes up and we're standing on this cliff face looking down at this precipice of, of darkness we're often if we're thinking about jumping we're often fearful that if we jump we'll fall and the beautiful part about it is the only time you're ever going to be stuck or if you adhere to the fear um you're just going to be stood still the minute you actually decide to take a foot off of that cliff you don't fall you you just kind of glide you know you're not really flying you're not really falling everyone's scared about hitting their face on this hard hard floor there's no hard floor which is so wonderful um and my i guess my goal in life is to help people navigate any kind of changes because changing in itself is a split second it's the not changing that takes such a very long time and it's because of that fear right um so i work with my clients whether it's job change whether it's uh, leaping for a new opportunity or whether it's becoming a new parent right like really you know it could be a number of things that fear does play with us um and it's a wonderful way of being able to help navigate those those thoughts and feelings and it's, it's amazing that the the fear of sometimes it's we're only looking at the whole journey, the whole destination, like like the, the analogy people use, the, the, the whole staircase. And sometimes mm. it's just about just looking at that little first step and that little first move yep. that we can, can take towards there. Um, and you've worked with, I, I remember when we were talking, you we were talking about the seniors helping seniors as well. Uh, oh, yeah. There was, there was uh, some great work that uh, you, you did within there in, the, in your own community as well. Do you want oh man thank you so much yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely so that's um i'm really proud of that actually it's um i won't take i won't take much credit for it it's my my parents um 
uh, run an awesome franchise called Seniors Helping Seniors. Um, based here in the UK, um, and the whole idea here is it's caring with a heart. So they um, they're kind of looking at the care industry with a real sense of okay, how do we connect one on one? Every, uh, with every single interaction that we have. So they work with people who are, um, let's say nearing retirement, they're able-bodied, able-minded, um, but they're not necessarily, you know, in the, um, they're, in, they're not in their thirties, I think, to be honest, it's majority in their in their fifties, sixties. So going into retirement um, and want to be able to give back and, and help their communities. And these carers, we, we kind of pair them up with people who are, perhaps less abled um and the whole thing for us is that connection does uh does mary um get on go, get on with joe and if they don't get on well, well then let's not you know even though joe's totally capable of, of helping out joe might not be the right fit and it's, yeah. that's what it's all about right so i think it's fair to say every every element of our our life as a, a family and um as individuals is all about putting people first and and just making sure people have a a nicer life you know yeah that's what it's all about and i'd say a lot of the skills that you've gained from coaching is probably filtered into that as well uh yeah, trying to make yeah absolutely i mean and the, yeah totally yeah. I, was, I was gonna say that the the, the fact you're acknowledging though as well that sometimes the connections that we make mightn't work straight away and we have to kind of change them as well that's that uh that's like what totally. you were saying there but if, if if mary didn't get on that uh, we have to work yeah. out with what, what, like, look at like change and moving forward, and just what, what will go work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and it's often just around never assuming, never expecting, um, and taking taking everything for. I think the first thing to do is take everything for face value, right, and then and then not be afraid to to explore it through through conversation and just be able to go, hey, look, okay, so why? Let's not be scared of asking that question because. A lot of people in any walk of life, and you'll know this, like if we don't ask why, we never know. So let's not be scared of asking that question. Let's go that step beyond, really get to the heart of the issue. And then and then we can work from there. Because ultimately our our internal why is always about helping others. And if that's true, and if we're humble about it and we're able to um, connect in that way, then what, what have we got to lose, right? It's okay. I like. I, I have no harm in someone saying. Um, I'd rather someone give me the feedback and say, "Look, um, we are." In fact, let me let me rephrase this. Um, throughout my throughout the my uh, coaching with my clients, right? Like we, when someone says to me, uh, "Okay, we're uh, I've got this. I want this to happen, right? This is this is my mission. This is my goal. I'll go great." What I specialize in is deep tra transformational coaching and you are going to experience a bit of vulnerability here and the the way we get there is we're going to turn the dial up I'm a, I'm a musician at heart I've been um I've had wonderful um sides of my life where it comes to music um and I use the I use the notion of a volume dial like we'll turn it up to maybe we'll turn it up to 11 right and that's just me going a little bit deeper and it may feel a little bit uncomfortable but no in me doing that that's going to help us a get to a space where we're going to be really comfortable and at the end of this you're probably going to feel like jesus did i did i really go that extra step did i you know did did this person really uh, did we really have that connection and the answer is absolutely yes and it's okay to feel that way mm -hmm. the reason we're getting to that position 
And the reason we're having this conversation is by only being that vulnerable, we're going to be able to make positive and, and effective change in your life, right? Otherwise, it'll be a great conversation and we'll we'll leave it at that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But with, and, it, and it takes two people to be ready for that. So when we come back to Mary and Joe, it's like, we're here to help. You know, we're here to, we're here to make some incredible things happen. Um, and we just want to make sure that we're, we're doing the right thing by you by making sure we get the right human being in front of us. We won't assume that just because we have a good mission that we're going to have the right person straight away. And that, I think that has some real humility there. So, and I'm, I'm super proud of my parents for, um, for, for the championing that. It's, it's an amazing cause. It's, it's actually brilliant. And it's something you're, you're talking about there as well as about the, and some it's, there's so many people out there that don't realize why they really feel they want to do something. And it's that reason why I've mentioned loads of times on the, on the podcast about, even if you're setting, setting a goal, it's so important to use the analogy of just peeling back the onion and getting to that core reason why. Yeah. And, um, Okay, sorry for the, the pun, but why do you think people aren't aware of why they want to do things? Uh, I'm going to flip that on its head. I think, yeah. I think people, I think the vast majority of us have a great, have a great why, mm-hmm. a great internal core of why. Yeah. It's the other distractions that come in, uh, come into us all the time that make us think, oh, actually, I want to be doing that as well. And that's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. And but in doing so, we do, we may be detracting for our, from our internal why, and it may be changing it ever so slightly. Um, and it's just about, it's our job, I guess. And you'll, you'll know this from your, from your workshops and, and just connecting with people the way you do is that it's okay if the why changes. It's okay if our values change over time. It's just making sure that we are able to account for the why and look at the journey back um because otherwise that just leads to a bit of confusion right like there is no um there's there's never any real worry about having clarity like a lot of people really want clarity for the for the road ahead and i love your analogy of the staircase just one step at a time it, a lot of people get quite anxious about actually i don't really have a clear way forward and you know that's all right the only the only clarity you really need is let's say if we look backwards yeah that that's clear so you had a why then and now it's changed a little bit great Mm -hmm. and maybe if we look at today and we're clear about our why today that's good enough let's then look at our mission with our why today and be open to change be open to all these other wonderful things, but let's keep bringing it back. Let's keep let's keep ourselves accountable to that change. And it goes back to what you keep saying about that uh, letting some vulnerability in. Mm. That um, sometimes, and when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we can open our eyes up to that change and open our eyes up to what is possible as well. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, a lot. A lot of people surprise us that with their kind of internal monologue of, "Oh, I shouldn't do that," or "I shouldn't be thinking this way." try try thinking that way and if you shouldn't just ask yourself why shouldn't i is you know and it can that can go one of two ways right um and that's where i think the power of coaching and i think the power of just having a great conversation with someone can really help align you to to that like okay i thought i thought the other day um is it okay that i'm i'm thinking about um applying for this extra course and sure what would it give you like, and as long as the why is, is quite crucial, the why is being answered, 
um, to some of your core values? Will it make me a better um, coach? Then yeah, great, go for it. If it's going to distract you from something else, fine. Like, be okay with that, but make sure you kind of let it follow in follow in line with your with with the road you're setting out. Absolutely, and it's like it, there's there's so there's so many elements there that um, are important to just just to be just be open and just to just to open up those conversations mm. as well and um if if there was someone out there um that has those kind of questions has never looked at coaching or never looked at this uh type of conversation and like it's like i think it was important and actually i kind of lost my train of thought there for a second but one thing i was going to say sorry was that it's it's very important in the questions that you ask and the type of questions that you ask these people that just to try and open them up as well um do you want to talk to me about just a, just the, the, the type of question that you you would like if, if someone was coming to you for the first time and um, mm. how the type of questions you might ask to kind of to open up their mind to to the to a greater kind of good than that than yeah totally yeah that's a wonderful question um i think the best the best one i mean we know the power of open questions right yeah um i really love exploring the possibility of what if and i know that sounds pretty basic um, but I can see from the smile on your face, like that's, yeah. it instantly gets the dreamers to become, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in, turns dreams into some practical things. So what if that were to happen? And it works the other way. It works with that. We were talking a little bit about failure earlier. Like, okay, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to turn up to the next meeting. Like I do, I do something called Sunday sessions, right? Where yeah. I know from waking up in the morning, uh, all the way to the evening on a Sunday, I'm like, right, it's Monday tomorrow. It's Monday tomorrow. Christ, I've got that meeting. I've got this person to me, et cetera, et cetera. We, I'm not going to give your listeners anxiety just by <laughs> going through that. Um, and my my why behind that behind that Sunday session is is to explore. Okay, well, let's let's hear those because it's it's going to be one of like five main anxieties for the next day. Um, and the power of what if comes in there too. Okay, what if what happens if um, the meeting goes badly? Okay, so what what are we what are we actually worried about? Uh, I'm worried that my boss will think I've done a bad job. Okay, let's explore what if they do. Let's really go down that road. And until we get to the very point where it's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm worried they're going to think I'm stupid. Okay, and the question is, do you, do, is that something you believe? Well, no. Okay, great. So let's go back up that chain, same questions, with that mindset of, well, I know I'm not stupid. Great. I know I'm good at my job. Great. Actually, if the meeting goes badly, is it reflection on my ability to do my job? No, not at all. You're it's a reflection on it. you care so much that's why you've got uh, you're anxious in this moment because you actually care about your role um and having these conversations uh allows people to i guess it lays that uh, initial like if we weren't have the, having these conversations burnout is going to be much quicker and i'm very fortunate again going right back to that like origin i guess origin story like uh the culture in my previous workplace like you'd have these conversations it would be open um and i feel like most most places really should be there so and that's you you just find that for whatever reason people aren't having those conversations and, and that's that's the work i'm super proud of is to be able to talk to talk to people either one-on-one -on -one or in groups and and say let's hear those fears let's hear those anxieties and let's actually look at them because we don't we're actually so fixated on the fact that things might go wrong let's say if they do and it just wow. turns what? into autopilot each week 
just runs into the next week. And we're exactly. Not, we're not yeah. taking that time on a Sunday just to pause and yeah. uh, and just see. I, mm. And and just, just just in terms of actually yourself, your own journey now is that you're uh, moving away from London and mm, you're, you're now like you're you're what you're you're walking the talk as they say and you're actually you're you're taking a big leap uh, of faith mm. over the next while do you, do you want to tell people the listeners about what's, yeah what's absolutely next? uh absolutely let's let's conquer a fear dude let's go for it um yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the reason uh the reason i've been i guess almost anxious to talk about it myself is because it's not it's i'm in i'm in the doing phase right i've, I've yeah. got an incredible partner um who i'm doing this with um and so uh, the long and short of it is that we are um, realizing both of our dreams. We're moving to a beautiful sunny island uh, of Mallorca. Um, we're setting up a wellness retreat, um, and that'll be where I will be supporting um, her and also supporting my coaching business. Um, and I mean, to go ahead and say we're actually doing it, we're going to up and move all of our all of our friends, all of our family. Are, are, in different yeah they're either in england or in different parts of the world and we're doing this purely because this is our dream we know we can positively affect those around us we want to build a community of of wellness and positivity and that's that's what that's what we're doing um and we are in the final stages of of getting that over the line and getting it done um and so that's where the anxiety comes in because every day is a trust me it like every single day is a what if it goes wrong? What what if what if this doesn't happen? You go, and that's okay. Yeah. That's cool. Because our why is so strong. It's yeah. it'll be okay. We'll deal with it. It probably will go terribly wrong. We don't have any expectations. And I think yeah. that's super important. And I can talk a little bit later about like uh like the mastering those expectations. Um uh, or rather not having any. Um yeah, no, it's, actually, it's tell me about that actually, because that, that's an interesting concept. Um because there's kind of a dichotomy here that uh, in some ways um, it's good to kind of like we, we talk about defining success, defining where your end goal is. And yeah. but in some ways and sometimes like this example that uh, we have to be comfortable with not knowing what the final destination will be. But it goes back to what you said about the why. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the whole idea around everything you've just said um, is I, I think about having humility, right? And I, the reason I'm, I'm so happy to be on this, on this podcast is you know, about living a mindful life, right? Like, and uh, for me, living a mindful life, you're, you're kind of off, often ask yourself like, what is that? And am I actually doing that? Yeah. Um, and to live a mindful life for me is, is to have a lot of humility involved in it, right? In, in our thought process. And we know that we, have no idea what anyone is truly going through and so we've got to be considerate and mindful of everyone around us and have intention for our actions but more than anything i feel the biggest tip um for i guess to answer that question of like what what is that um is be mindful of our expectations um the mantra that i live by and i'll, I'll thank my dad for this is expectations ruin relationships um and if we're going to break that down it it'd be uh, to consider when you walk out of your door today or if you're on your walk when you step back into the office if you go to that next meeting remove any expectation um, you have on how people around you will act what they'll say how they'll react and purely live in that moment 
watch things unfurl as they happen and accept them. If you're standing on stage, you're delivering a workshop, it's going wrong. Just assume, just assume it's all like everyone in the in the room. This is a terrible, probably a terrible bit of um, advice, but there is no, the worst thing that can happen is you continue and at least one person is engaged with what you're with what you're saying and i love what you said at the beginning when we when we started our call today is you know we're here for that one person to 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 change their mind or or to help them along their journey for the day and if we remove any expectations um of of ourselves and themselves there is only room for what's happening in this moment and i think for me that that's the kind of mindfulness and mindful life that where i where i come from and it's truly life changing it's um it stops us having that tendency of living in our heads see the world for what it is uh for the day um and i'm all about sustainability as in letting things happen for the long term um, and that's really where you can see sustainable results um and you can see it time and time again it's I, do you know what, I started asking, just by total chance, I, I started asking that question, what does mindful living mean to you um, mm. in, the first, in the first ever episode? Yeah. And it has become a staple of every single episode. And you have so articulately shown why I ask this. It's because it means so many different things to mm. so many different people. And you've described it in a way that no other guest has described it before. And I love it. I absolutely love it because... There's so many times where we are living in a, in a in a life where we prescribe exactly the way we expect things to happen. And sometimes we have to let go of all those expectations. And like you said, just let go of what can happen and just look at the what if, like what, what's the worst going to happen? And yeah, it's like it's it's great to um to just look at for me, kind of for this podcast, it's kind of just what one person can can we help today? And I'm very grateful that many times there has been many people that this has made the change to, but there's other people that may go out and they try and set up a podcast or they set up a business and they look into the mass success and to kind of impact on thousands of people at, at once. But that all starts with one person. And it's it's amazing how that, that will just continue and continue and continue. Yeah, yeah, it truly is. Love that the um and like it, it's we're going to touch on mindfulness there is as is would meditation or mindfulness be a, a, a big part of your journey or uh, at the moment or um i would definitely say that it plays a role i don't think it's yeah. a, so mindfulness in the traditional sense of yeah. um these it, uh, let's say meditation and practices um i'm gonna hold my hand up um uh since september i've had to really throw myself into the deep end in terms of starting this business and yeah. ser serving my clients wholeheartedly every single day that I actually haven't been doing a lot of um, carving out time for meditation. I'm a um, I'm growing an ever bigger subscriber of sound baths. Uh, my partner is um, uh, is a great sound practitioner. Um, I'm looking at her gong as we speak. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, and um, and I really find solace in, in that because that, that kind of allows you, I mean, it, like all meditation, it, it takes away that, that initial conversation and, and throws you into, in, you know, calms those thoughts, right? Calms those anxieties that we all get. And that's such an important thing for people listening to understand mm. that when I asked 
you about kind of mindfulness or meditation and that is that you now have your own way yes since September you've been extremely busy but I can see that you've found a different way to kind of slow down the conversations in the head to kind of relax through the work of sound and sound baths and actually if if you are hearing the word sound bath for the first time today I highly recommend you look it up and I am very grateful to be friends with uh, an amazing sound bath uh, practitioner here in Dublin, uh, Roisin Grain, and um, I've experienced many, many sound baths with her, and um, it it is fantastic. It's 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 a beautiful way just to let go, and it just shows there's so many different ways of not just your traditional meditation of sitting down on your own with a guide or with music. Are there's so many different ways that we can bring uh, mindfulness into our life and just embrace um just a calmness into our life you know it's and it's it doesn't have to be described it doesn't have to be one way and uh like we've said all through this conversation some you don't get it wrong you know just by trying just by by getting there and trying and um one thing actually you, you, you spoke about a few seconds ago um about the name of your company uh because it's the sustainable life coach and i know that that sustainability means an awful lot to you as well doesn't it? Mm, yeah it does it's initially everyone everyone kind of thinks uh oh you you so it must be about um you know like being like recycling and you know we think we think about that green triangle and yeah. while absolutely massive advocate for that i mean my 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 whole, I guess, reason for being my mission is to leave the world in a better place than I found it. Um, so absolutely sustainable in that regard. But what it really means to me is, is to be able to serve people fully and completely so they are able to have sustainable change throughout their life. And it, it's... I lo- there's definitely a place for one-stop shops um, and all that stuff, like absolutely, absolutely not disregarding it. Every- everything has its place in life. That's just not my why and that's not my mission. I'm here to, you know, if someone comes to me with, I, I want to be a better partner or I am looking to change jobs or I've just, I've just been let go of a job. You know, if I, I can, I can be that shoulder we can have those conversations but i'm actually here to go a lot deeper i'm here to transform um your current situation into what you really want to see it as and if you don't have that vision already that's okay promise we'll get there um and it's because of that sustainability piece because i'm i'm such a believer in people having that core they just have to get connected to it and when they when they're off when they get connected to it they're off and that is there's no coming back from that and that is so beautiful to see um and that's I, I really it really is powerful love that word um and it is yeah I, and that's like that is my whole reason i would I, i'd feel like i've done a disservice if someone comes back and goes you know what um had a great conversation i just don't really know where i'm where i'm going from here I, then i haven't served you at, at, at all you know the, yeah. um, we're coming to the to the end of our conversation and there's a question i'd like to to ask people as well sure. because we always have things in our mind we'd like to talk about is there anything that i haven't mentioned today that you'd love to talk about uh, for our listeners oh what a lovely question um i feel like no, I feel like you have said a lot. I feel, I, I, I feel like the one thing I'd like to impart from my part to, to, to your listeners is 
um, the power of having this kind of bird's eye view on the world, because this ties in perfectly to, to mindful living and, and, and how we can sustainably do it. Um, and I'll, I, I guess I'll use the example of, um, of for those of us who've been on a flight before, um, so I want to pick, I want you to picture kind of sitting in your seat, looking out of a window and there's that moment you're looking down and, and watching what seems like the whole country landmass at work, they're commuting, they're shopping, they're living their lives blissfully um, and like blissfully unaware that you're having this almost wider perspective, one that you don't get very often. I mean, we're not always in, in the air, right? Um, and that's the bird's eye view that um, love for you to have in your minds. Um, and that moment for me is super significant because whatever you're seeing, whatever you're feeling and experiencing, there are 8 billion people uh, living such diverse and incredible lives at the very same moment. And it's that kind of thought that um, can hurt the brain. It's like considering how many stars there are out there and all that stuff. Um, and it's that kind of thought that, that really encapsulates mindful living for me. It's about being aware of all of this and creating space for what's happening to actually happen and not to have any preconceived notions as, as best as one can. Like that's the way I choose to serve my clients. Um, I can serve them fully wholeheartedly without hesitation because we're looking at the whole picture, right? Rather than just, um, rather than just one preconceived notion, the expectation, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, I think that's one thing I'd be remiss if I didn't say before we, before we end, uh, ended our call. So creating that space, a sustainable life love it <laughs> listen George thank you so much for taking the time uh, to come on the Mindful Living Guide and uh, just share your outlook on life and uh, I really know that listeners will get an awful lot from this conversation and I just want to wish you luck from honestly from my heart that for the move to Mallorca it's going to be amazing and um, I will definitely if, I, if anything comes up over the next while you need to share I will share them again with my listeners and I really hope that you enjoy this journey and uh, wherever this journey takes you, have an absolutely amazing, amazing time. Oh, thank, thank you, Stephen. Honestly, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure and um, invite to Mallorca extended your way <laughs> instantaneously, my friend. Oh, um, fantastic. Really, really look forward to following your journey too. It's been a pleasure so far, truly. George, thank you so much. Thank you. You take care. So there you have this week's episode of the Mindful Living Guide. And uh, I think that was a great example of asking ourselves those questions um, to find out the why, find out the reason why we want to go on certain, certain journeys, but also the reason why we're not. And uh, that's what I love George's open uh, and honest kind of account. And uh, it was summed up so beautifully at the end about um, creating a sustainable life. You know, it doesn't have to be really uncomfortable and difficult. We can create these sustainable lives for ourselves. So listen, thanks again for tuning into the Mindful Living Guide. It's been a journey and I'm absolutely loving it. And uh, I'm loving the, the guests that uh, I meet. And it's, um, it's always filled my heart. And thank you so much for just taking the time to listen. Just taking time out of your day, whether you're on a walk, whether you're in your car or wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. and. I'd really appreciate it. if you enjoyed it, just share it. Like, like, and uh, what do we also say? Subscribe and any way you can to uh, get notified of the next uh, the next episode. So listen, have a great week. Take care of yourself and um, just keep living a mindful life, whatever that mindfulness means to you in your life.
Take care and thank you for joining me on the Mindful Living Guide. Mm-hmm.